The Chinese character Qiang appears frequently in inscriptions on oracle bones of the ancient Yin dynasty. It is the earliest visible mark of this people's presence within the large family of the Chinese nation. After millennia of migrations, communities of this people still live and flourish in the deep mountain valleys along the upper basin of the Ming and Fu rivers in Sichuan province. Historians believe that rarely in the Chinese and world history it is possible to meet a thousand-year-old people who has survived from ancient times till today. No wonder, then, that the mystery and legends surrounding the Qian have attracted the interest of the outside world and that they have become the object of growing attention and research. The customs associated with traditional festivals are an important source of information when attempting to trace the ancient cultural roots of an ethnic group that has never developed its own writing system. The New Year Festival, which in Qiang language is called Amaji, is the most solemn event in the Qiang calendar. Han Chinese literary records and folkloric traditions indicate that the festival has a more than 2,000-year-old history of a transmission and devolution. Although as time went by, the external appearance of the calibratory ritual has undergone changes, the solemn sacrificial rites are still permeated by the genuine, intense flavor of traditional culture. Like in the past, they condense both the Qiang people's unsophisticated and yet unique cosmology and the core of their spiritual identity. Indeed, the New Year Festival can be considered the most inclusive and complete living source of information among the Qiang intangible culture legacies. The Qiang New Year for the Qiang people It is a series of celebratory events held during the first three years of the tenth month of the lunar calendar, with the aims of thanking and petitioning the gods for prosperous harvest, favorable weather conditions, and good fortune. Our folklore passed down through generations makes it clear to us that according to Chan traditional thinking, the year is divided into three general parts. One part is dedicated to cultivating, a second part is dedicated to harvesting. As for the remaining part, which lasts from the first day of the tenth month till the first day of the second month of the following year, it is a period for giving back to heaven and earth for allowing the creation life cycle to follow its course freely and for rest and reinvigoration. The Chen people, who moved from living along water courses to settling in mountainous areas in houses built by piling up stones, maintained the custom of worshipping the divinities of the natural world. The celebrations held at the New Year festival bear very clearly the mark of their respect for nature, their cherished harmony with all creatures, and their traditional wisdom. At the heart of the Qiang New Year celebrations are the rituals performed by the priest Shi Bi, among which the most solemn are the thanksgiving sacrifices to the gods of the mountain, of the trees, and of the sky. In the early morning of the first day of the tenth lunar month, the Shipi leads the Chan people to alter erected in front of the rockery cave of the mountain god. At the start of the rite, the Shipi, dressed in the ritual garments and holding ritual implements, plays the drum and chants scriptures with closed eyes. The content of the chanting is mainly about thanking the god for bestowing his favor and protection. 
When chanting comes to an end, everyone under the lead of a sheepy beats the drum made of sheepskin, which he or she holds in his or her hands. All participants start dancing at the sound of the drum as a way of expressing sincere worship of all the gods of nature. In a naturalistic religion of the Qian, the objects worshipped are not viewed as real presence of a supernatural being. For the Qian, sacred trees, stone pagodas, and so on, are simply means of communication with Mubi, the god of heaven, and the white stones are symbols of the gods. The Qian place white stones on the roof of their fortress villages, and on the top of the pagoda-like altars made of stone, and venerate them in a simple fashion. They also venerate white stones in their houses by placing them in locations appropriate to the gods. Each stone is possessed by God, and it contains a numinous power that goes beyond its material structure. At the end of the opening ritual conducted by the Shubi, everyone drinks a sip to wine, eat New Year lunch, and dance the cheerful Shaolong dance until all are tired. Once back home, the Chan people perform family sacrifices, in particular for the worship of ancestors and the god of fire. Moreover, they pray to gods for protection during the New Year, for favorable weather, rich harvest, growth of domestic animals, they ask to ward off calamities and plead for harmony and peace. The life of the Chia is strictly connected with heaven and earth. This is why behind the rise of the New Year festival, there is the need to express gratitude to and recompense the gods. The Chia New Year festival has deep significance. At a time when our civilization began to question human unlimited exploitation of nature, the Chan people continued to maintain their unaltered attitude of worship and reverence toward all creation, no matter whether it is by letting the ox return free to hill after having plowed for the whole year, or by placing a red ribbon around all trees in the mountain to forbid trespass so as to avoid excessive lumbering or by engaging in earnest a dialogue with the gods of the high mountain, or by venerating the white stones on every corner of their fortress villages. In original and simple manners, the Chia maintain a harmonious coexistence with nature. They perfectly embody the traditional Chinese ideal of a unity between humanity and heaven. On the other hand, attention must also be given to the perspective of the cultural development. Qian culture is merely preserved and transmitted orally. Only through the special carrier that is the New Year festival can Qian civilization find the most inclusive and comprehensive manner to develop and be transmitted. As for those transmitters of Qian culture, they are Shibi, the Arabavali inheritors and the creators of both traditional Qian culture and a folk art. The chanting that Shibi performed during the ceremonies of the New Year festival contain the essence of Chan people's history and civilization. Evidently, all this has an important function and value for the research on the origin, diffusion, and devolution of Chan folk traditional culture. If the earthquake on May 12, 2008 had not occurred, perhaps people would not worry so much about the fate of Chan culture. What is most unfortunate is that as a consequence of the earthquake, the social space, the cultural facilities, the objects, and a series of information archives 
upon which the activities of the Chang New Year festival relied, and met an unparalleled destruction. Even more serious is the fact that in the wake of the earthquake, people have to migrate, and buildings have to be re-erected to the extent that the traditional environment of Chang society is being altered. But if we are able to see watchtowers falling with a loud crash, it is difficult to realize that behind these tumbling buildings, modern culture and the culture of other ethnic groups are also silently infiltrating. Moreover, as the old Shubi pass away, the chain of cultural transmission, their part of will also quietly disappear. The transmission of the Chang New Year festival is in huge jeopardy. Unless the preservation policies are issued and implemented, it will be very hard to ensure its continuity. The Chang New Year Festival has been inserted in the category of the intangible cultural heritage of national level in 2008. Since the areas inhabited by the Chang people are those most affected by the earthquake destruction, various government branches have already set in motion a mechanism and a program for the urgent safeguard of the living environment of the Chang New Year Festival. We strongly believe that through the common efforts, this ancient people. Was able to maintain cohesion for millennia only by relying on its language, and who has a very strong cultural vitality will be able to perform another miracle.